overwhelm and lack of clarity is the number one reason why people go into the new year without a plan and kind of spend a lot of time during their year trying a bunch of things and that like start and stop throw spaghetti at the wall approach is because you don't have clarity in what you should be doing or what your team should be doing and what the next thing is and what the vision is. So my hope is to solve that for you. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 586. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I have had I think like a week now off of recording content because I totally lost my voice. It still doesn't even sound 100%. It's crazy. Um, It was one of those sicknesses that I didn't feel that sick, but I sounded horrible. Like the first day that I had it, I literally didn't even like have a voice. Like it was totally gone. And I was like whispering to my kids. And yeah, it just just has been – here for a week and it's still not 100%. So that's been interesting and I feel like it really backs up why you need to be ahead on content because you never know what's going to come up. And that has been an intention I've had this year is especially like the last two months. I say this year, but it's really been like the last two months because I thrive off of pressure in the past. I used to thrive off of pressure. And so I'm very good at procrastinating and being like, okay, well, here's the deadline, but here's like actually the deadline because I could do it the day before. So I am known for recording podcasts late, doing my webinar slides the day of, and I've been trying to adjust that. I have not been trying to. I have been successfully adjusting that because I realized the impact that it has on my team. Um, And also just that that's not how I want to operate. Like I keep saying I want this white space and then I would like create these pressure cooker containers where I was like, I got to get my slides done and I only have this much time. And it was like I was doing it to myself. So I got ahead on the podcast and I have been ahead on the podcast, thank goodness, because I actually planned to record last week and didn't have to, uh, couldn't because I didn't have a voice and all was okay. So anyways, hello, you guys. Happy holiday seasons. I know it's a busy, busy time for everybody, um, including me. I feel like I saw this funny TikTok video the other day, random, but it was like this joke about like the 90s, how it was when it was the holidays. It was like, it'll just be PJ day and like one thing. And then now it's like with the kids, okay, we have early release and all these special spirit days. I don't really feel like it's like that with my kids, but I do feel like the like the pressure and the amount going on in the holidays is just heightened year after year. So let's combat that this year. That is my intention. With all that said, I am going to talk today about the five things you want to consider when looking at your next year's marketing strategy. I know it's holiday season, but ideally you are spending some time reflecting and creating your plan for next year so that going into January, you've got a direction, especially with marketing. You really want to be looking at things like 60 to 90 days ahead because it takes time to create assets. It takes time to lead gen. All of those things take time. And so if you're flying off the cuff, like I was talking about with my content, there's no way that can be your hundred percent. So you want to be looking at next year right now, spending a little bit of time reflecting and hopefully creating a plan. 
I feel that this is so important that we're actually hosting a two-day free workshop. This was something last year. You actually might remember this, but last year I did this as a paid three-hour huge workshop. It cost $100. There was like VIP tickets too, but minimum of $100 to come to it. And I showed people how to create their annual marketing strategy. And it was like a huge success. And I went super deep. We covered everything. This year, I decided to make it free. So all of you can register. And it's split into two days just because it's a lot. Like it's a lot to create an entire annual marketing strategy. So for free, you can come and experience this. And it's not just about setting your goals. It's actually putting it down on paper mapping out and planning what your strategy is going to be next year, what your plan is, how you're going to meet those goals. Because setting the goals is like 10% of it. We can all sit there and say like, oh, here's what I want to do next year. But having the plan is where a lot of people miss. So first of all, if you want to register for that, you can go to hirschmarketing.com slash 2024. It is on December 13th and 14th completely free. Again, this was a paid experience last year that we're making free this year. It'll be amazing. You know I don't ever waste time in my free trainings. I know the holidays are really busy, but this is a training you want to be a part of, especially if you know you need to have a strategy, you need to have a plan going into the next year, which we all do, including myself. So this is my exact process that I use with clients, with my team, and how I would create your custom marketing strategy for all of next year. With that said, let's dive into the five things that are required for that marketing strategy. These will obviously be covered in a lot more detail in the two-day workshop. So the first one is reflection. I think this is so, so important because we've all had unique years. We've all learned in one way or another things that did work and didn't work. And your audience and your industry and what you sell and everything about your business went through a unique experience this last year. And if you don't take the time, I mean, it can be a short amount of time, but it's a matter of asking the right questions of you reflecting on what worked well, what didn't work. What do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? What does my audience need? And what information or data or gut intuition even do I need to take into my next year's strategy to make sure I'm taking into account and bringing in the most up-to-date things? So the first thing that I always do when creating a strategy, especially an annual strategy, is having that time for reflection. And this is even true in client strategies You'll often find me or our team asking like, well, what do you think went well? We actually have this literally in our intake form when we work with clients. What has worked in your marketing and what hasn't? Because this this reflection and this intel is so key in creating a custom strategy. And this is how you differentiate yourself from the templates and from people saying, do this and everybody do this because you might know why that doesn't work or you might be able to be on a path where if you listen to yourself and you listen to your audience and you take into consideration this last year, the plan and the strategy is going to be so much more clear. So before you develop your strategy for next year, have some reflection. And one thing I include in this experience is reflection also on your vision. Like 
What do you want next year to be like for you? You are the CEO, you are the boss, and you make the rules. So if you don't want a live launch every month, well, then don't go make a strategy that that is what is required of of you to do in order to achieve your goals. And having that alignment between what you see for your business and how you want to show up, again, leveraging your gifts, which I keep talking about and coming back to, is really key to have that foundation and baseline, taking that into consideration and then going into your strategy. Where people make a mistake is they will look at what somebody else is doing, take advice from somebody else, and not customize it to themselves. So that's the first thing. The second piece is authenticity and creativity. I think more important than ever before going into next year is going to be how are you going to differentiate yourself? How are you going to stand out? How are you going to leverage your authentic gifts, your experience, what you have to bring to the world in your business so that you can stand out from the noise and so that you can build the trust with your audience and your leads that is required to create them into a sale? This has been important for years. And it's like every year the dial just gets turned up more, the importance of this, to the point where now it's the only way to survive. Creating authenticity, leveraging your own creativity and trying to really lean into what are your gifts, what makes you unique, and How can you bring that forward in your strategy, in your copy, in your messaging, in your content? Because that's how you stand out. People want authenticity. That's the only thing they're attracted to because there's way too much surface level crap out there today. So one thing to ask yourself when creating your strategy is, first of all, what is my authentic gifts, which is our whole new identify and align process that we take clients through no matter what level you come in to work with us. And it has been incredible to support with. Like it is changing the game. I even daily literally get feedback from my team of like, this is so cool because we're able to incorporate it in their messaging and their content and their copy. Anyways, thinking about what is your authentic gifts and going through that process and how can I bring this forward more into my marketing next year? And Giving yourself the space to really get creative. Like maybe before creating your strategy or or while creating your strategy, it's sitting down and going, what are some of the craziest ideas that obviously I think will work, but craziest ideas or out-of-the-box thinking that I could do to attract and build my audience, to generate leads, and just see what you come up with. You don't have to commit to any of those things, but just see – what comes to mind. Give yourself the permission to step outside the box because we need that permission first before the ideas can come. The third piece to this is a foundational piece. So this is an obvious piece, but one that is definitely often missed. The name of the game now and forever, but more so now than ever, is consistency. And so creating a strategy that you make sure Built into it is consistency in growing your audience, your leads, 
and then nurturing them. Notice I didn't put sales here. You want to know why? Because if you create a strategy that consistently grows your audience, that consistently generates new leads and consistently nurtures those two groups, you will get sales. Your offer positioning and your offer itself plays a part in that, but it is just a matter of time until it works. Consistency with audience growth, lead generation, and then nurturing those two is the way we create sales. So don't do it backwards and be like, oh, I need to consistently create sales. Yes, you do. But how you get there is through audience growth and lead gen and then taking care of those people and building relationships with them. And the reason I say consistency is the game, because this is the year that no more of these like stop and start marketing strategies of let me launch this funnel. Let me try some things with it. Oh, it didn't work. Throw it in the trash. Restart. Square one again. Like it, Next year is the year, if you are not here now, that you dial in and you ask yourself, what would be required for me to just be consistent? What if I made that the goal? What if the goal was just, how do I show up every week? How do I make sure my list is adding very valuable leads to it every single week? And how do I make sure I'm nurturing those? And if I make those my priority, sales are going to become easy. So in your marketing strategy, it must have consistent audience growth through visibility ads and through content, lead generation through a funnel, or maybe it's a couple of funnels, and then nurturing, consistent nurturing. The fourth piece to your marketing strategy needs to be a traffic strategy. Super simple, but gone are the days, long gone are the days of like post it and they will come. If I just start posting on social media, then I will get more business. I cannot tell you how many business owners I talk to that are so burnt out from this and that feel like there is something wrong with them because they're posting on social media and they're showing up and they're putting a tremendous amount of effort into content and nothing is happening. Unfortunately, the algorithm is designed to literally make that impossible to be successful or at least it will take a very long time. So you need to really sit down and ask yourself, how am I going to get traffic to my business? If it's not through paid ads, then you're going to have to leverage your time and literally go out and find people, engage, go in groups, maybe speak or be able to do a free presentation for someone you know that is your audience. Like you might have to get creative, but if you don't have traffic, you're not going to get people to your strategy. And just counting on social media and posting and hoping that the right people will come. I mean, you you could still be here in 10 years doing the same thing. I'm not saying that posting on social media is pointless. That is a part of your strategy, but it's honestly a smaller part than you think. And it's definitely not really a strategy for getting new people. It's more, in my opinion, it's more of a nurturing strategy. One of the main reasons that myself and clients get new followers and new growth on our social media is because we use visibility ads. So we take the content, we promote the content, and then new people see it. And that's what's getting me quality followers because as a side effect, someone sees my video, someone sees my content, and they're like, this is great, I want more, and they come and follow me, right? But I'm not counting on posting on social media to grow. Personally, I, I mean, I'm not an organic social media expert, but the people that are doing really well organically, they already have a big following. Like I have yet to see a business that has started in the last couple of years 
and using just social media was able to blow up. Now, maybe if they have YouTube or a podcast that they did really well with, that's an option, but it's also, it's a time thing. It takes time. So what is your traffic strategy? Are you going to go with paid traffic? Are you going to go with organic? And if so, you better be on there engaging and trying to bring new people into your world. And if you are going with organic, how are you going to work to put yourself in front of the right audiences? Because if you don't have a traffic strategy, then your entire marketing strategy doesn't matter because people are not going to go through the funnel. And you know who to contact if you need a traffic strategy and need support with that because we now have options all the way down to just starting out, don't have a big ad budget, all the way up to have a multi six-figure ad budget. So you can always go to helpmystrategy.com. We have a simple, simple application now, by the way. We did simplify it. Uh, Fill that out and chat with our team, especially if you're considering this for next year. Like now is the time to get this set up. Anyways, okay, so traffic strategy. And then the fifth piece that is super important in your marketing strategy is your execution. This is where a lot of people mess up. So when I say execution, it's like, okay, you're going to lay out what is your your consistent audience strategy, your lead generation strategy, how are you going to nurture them? And you might map all this out, plan out your funnel. Like ideally you have a, a funnel, you have live launches planned, you have the offer you want to sell, you have your revenue goals, you have all of these things. Now it's sitting down and asking yourself, what is required for me to actually execute this? Can I do it all myself? Do I need to hire help? Do I need a software? Do I need to create a webinar? How many pages do I need? How many emails do I need? In what order do I need to do this in? When I even just say that, it sounds overwhelming because it is a lot. It can be a lot. And that's why trying to bring in support in one way or another is so helpful with your marketing because it is a lot. I literally today spent an hour myself writing a social media post because I had the inspiration for it. But I can't imagine, like, I could not ever execute and achieve what I have in my business without my team. So once you have your strategy, making sure you actually have the execution behind it, do you need help? Are you going to do it? And then what are the tactical things that are required? This is where the harmony between creativity and ideation and vision needs to happen with like execution, get shit done. And Sometimes, actually often, you will have someone who might have one of these things figured out but not the other. And with entrepreneurs, a lot of times they've got the vision, they've got the ideas, they've got the goals, they know where they're going. They can do that all day long, but then when it comes time to execute it, they can't because they don't have that follow-through and that plan and that layout and and like the ability to go and finish what they started. So once you have the vision and the goals and like what your consistent audience growth, lead gen, nurturing, sales, offer, traffic, all those things are, it is sitting down and saying, what do I need in order to execute this? And in what order? Because obviously a 12-month marketing strategy is very large. So what I recommend and what we're going to talk about in my workshop is having your 12-month plan, having your 12-month big goal and kind of like big picture direction and strategy, and then zooming in even deeper on what your 90-day marketing strategy is. 
because the 90-day chunks allow us to execute and then work in time for reflection and analyzing kind of what worked, what didn't throughout the year so that you can adjust. Because I can guarantee you that January of last year, I did not have launching a mastermind in December on my list. But over the the as the year went on and I was able to follow my process and reflect and, and look at what my audience needs and what I wanted to do and all those things, that's what's driven our 90-day marketing strategies. So understanding that with a 12-month strategy, you're not going to have every detail planned out for the entire year, nor should you, because that could make it so that you ignore really obvious things throughout the year. But you do want to have your first quarter planned out. What funnels are you launching? Are you doing live launches? Are you doing any promotions? What exactly is your traffic strategy and what support do you need in order to execute all of that? If you have that mapped out, you're going to be able to hit the ground running and go in strong in January versus having a huge delay. And then you can take that first kind of 90-day that 90-day kind of um, runway and make adjustments for the next 90 days, which is a whole other process I have. I actually teach this process um, in our essential program, my marketing planning process and how we we do it internally, how we plan our entire promo calendar and our goals and execute all of our projects. So, all right, you guys, I hope this helped. I hope it gave you a few different things to think about. Um, in the workshop, I'm going to walk through things like exactly what should be your nurturing strategy, your email marketing, your organic, all the things like in real detail. But I wanted this one to be more so kind of the formula and the elements that need to be considered when you are looking at your annual marketing strategy and especially the things that people often miss and they don't consider. And I think overwhelm and lack of clarity is the number one reason why people go into the new year without a plan and kind of spend a lot of time during their year trying a bunch of things and that like start and stop, throw a spaghetti at the wall approach is because you don't have clarity in what you should be doing or what your team should be doing and what the next thing is and what the vision is. So my hope is to solve that for you in next week's free workshop. It will be next week and then we'll have a limited time like 48-hour replay. So if you can't make it live, still sign up. But the only way to get access to it is sign up. We're not sending this out to our whole list. Um, so if you want to go to hirschmarketing.com slash 2024, make sure you're signed up to receive access to the trainings. It's going to be super, super valuable. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.